0: Yeah,
1: right now. Fuck
0: oh, man, whatever.
1: Uh, who cares? What's up homie? It's uh, we're <laughs> on Lockdown Buddy. How's it going? we joined with the lovely and talented Leslie from Top Market Meats. What's up homes? Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice to see you guys. Uh, for the audience, you guys are at the new shop, right?
1: We are, yeah. We're like recording straight from Top Market Meets in Cambridge. Oh, that place is the best. Street, West?
2: east, um, east, east. Yeah, nice. East.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's a construction zone. zone, eh?
2: Construction zone. So like, that's done. <laughs>
1: we're getting shit done, humps. Well, we're not yeah. doing, just sitting here talking to you, but yeah. the electricity. Well, a very talented individuals uh-huh. making it happen or getting it done. Our <laughs> yeah. there. That's
0: it. That's uh, what's up. <laughs> so Top Market meets for anybody who hasn't been there, is amazing. Um, like, you. Leslie, you've done an amazing job. You made a, a unique place for people to come where there's actually a sense of community. Um, how long have you been in business? Um, so,
2: well, Top Market meets is where we started the farm. And we've been doing farmers markets for 14 years. And then last four and a half years, we um, branched off um, and started the top market family farms um, in Preston because we work with so many farmers and we know so many amazing farmers and other local businesses. So... Our big thing was when you're at farmer's market, sometimes some of them are seasonal and have an end date. But yes. as a farmer, as a small business, we work 365 days a year. So this uh, dream of having a shop was another way of getting customers to be able to find local, support local, purchase local, everything. Um, 365 days a year.
0: So it is an amazing thing you've done. Is. It is It is such a cool place. and um were you like i guess my like my family are farmers too and um you know my grandfather was like an entrepreneur right like farmers are kind of hustlers right yeah
2: yeah totally. for sure yeah. Like yeah. when something is ready and it's in season you gotta move it like it's, <laughs> yeah. you gotta yeah. it time, and you've gotta you know pick it package it and get it out the door raise yeah. it process it get
1: it out the door so- like none of that cares about like a home life balance none of like the
2: no, plan, no. Balance, none of that no if the weather conditions are there you are in that field and you are getting no planting what. done and there's been lots of family functions over the years where we're like you know we'll uh we'll get together another time okay uh, <laughs> you know <what> happens? <laughs> and, and the thing is like our family understand uh, yeah. because they also get to enjoy the bounties of us, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're show up with bacon yeah, and <laughs> shit. <no>. So <laughs> they totally get it. They understand. Um, and and yeah, that's the amazing part.
0: <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> so so- that's
1: actually that's how Leslie and I met because um, with Goodfellows originally we were uh, wholesaling our bread to Leslie's shop. And I think, like, your shop and, our, and Goodfellas opened at almost a similar time, like, a
2: year later? It maybe? was, like, I think a year before like because first. we were at, um, we were at the Rockwood Farmer's, Farmers Market. Market. And that's then, right. that's, yeah, how we met you guys. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then we so opened we up open. the shop. and That's nice. Yeah, so it was, like, really good connections. And yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so now I'm really excited because I'm going to have
1: my production area in Leslie's shop. So it's super Crazy. So exciting, Yeah. Cause like, you know, I, I mentioned it in the last episode, you haven't heard it yet. Cause I haven't released it. Cause I'm whatever. <laughs> no <But> big
3: deal.
1: I kind of love the fact that we get to work together because I yeah. always see you as like sort of a mentor. Aww, like you've been in business for, nice. for so long and yeah. I really look up to you and I like I love how you've been able to kind of build this business and grow it and just seeing that in like another female entrepreneur is like super yeah. inspiring to me Thank and like you. I can learn a lot from you and I just really appreciate that Thanks. so no, I appreciate I'm like that so happy that you're on here we, like, all talk yeah this is real nice yeah it's really
0: cool and you're one of the most genuinely kind people I've met and it's you know female entrepreneurship obviously I can only speak from an outsider point of view but I just read a study that. Female entrepreneurship ends up being better, like long term, than uh, male dominated entrepreneurship fields. So, like, anytime that I see um, a business that's doing really well, 90% of the time it's run by uh, you know, a strong woman, right? So, it's pretty awesome. Like, to be in business for 14 years and to be in this business for four and a half years, when most yeah. businesses fail within the first year, is pretty incredible. Like, I know you have a team around you. We absolutely
2: <laughs> do. I have but, my like, you know, family team. You know, yeah. like me, me and my husband. Like the farm, the farming story behind that was kind of like his family history. The big joke is that he totally lied to the city girl to get her to the country and <laughs> take her away. um It worked. <laughs> yeah. years, so I guess it worked. Um, and then, you know, having having two kids that um, have learned with me along the way that are now 17 and soon to be 16. And are, you know, young little entrepreneurs on their own and also love agriculture. So it's going to be super exciting to see where they decide to take their dreams and their passions as well and kind of what they've learned from mom and dad. and. Um, you know, hard work and family values and also growing and supporting each other in whatever direction we go. It's definitely challenging over the years. Yeah. We definitely have failures and things too, but you know, you never you never know unless you try. And the best thing to do is to try yeah. and learn yeah. from it. Yeah. And mistakes are okay along the way. Yeah. yeah. The learning everything. <laughs> is that <laughs> how, do you, how do you like
1: how do you process it when you make a mistake like how do you deal with the failures and then how do you pick yourself back up from those failures to then bring yourself to succeed later
2: um i think this, for us the hardest thing for for me and then this is where my husband comes in to balance things is Um, You know, I I could raise a million different kinds of chickens. We'll use chickens as an example. And my husband has always been like, we have to look at it as a business point of view. Um, You know, are these chickens paying for their feed? Are they paying for our time? Are they paying for our livelihood? Mm. And there's me who's like holding this beautiful chicken, but it's so fluffy and I love it and I want (laughs) to keep it forever. And it doesn't work that way at times. Um, But I think it's like, You know we've we've had failures where we've we've taken a field we've planted Mm. new seed and then we've had a drought and we we lost the like we didn't even get really first cut like it was so sad it was pitiful um and then you know we had to replant that whole field again and start over and it's hard because it's it's challenges um it's nature (laughs) it's it's money out the door um it sets you back a little bit but i think the situations like that just really make you stronger sure um and yeah i I think that's like i don't know like things like that it's it's hard to like especially farming yeah Yeah, because it's
3: so
1: like it's its own little thing of i think what's really wild with farming in particular is that like you not only deal with the regular business ups and downs that we all deal with in business yeah. but you also have like the very unpredictable variable of the weather Yeah, like we yeah. do you really take that shit for granted otherwise like farmers literally throw seeds into a field for thousands of dollars i guess um, yeah and then yeah. to god that the sun shines when it's supposed to and, and the rain comes when it's supposed <laughs> to yeah. like what the fuck yeah. like, we so don't, don't know i don't know that there's any other business
2: that deals with that level A variable that is completely out of your control. Out of your
0: control, yeah. I
2: think the other Mm. thing is um, when it comes to farming that way, like, for example, like when we did the hay and we had a failure crop, we also have other family members that are in farming that, um, you know, had a great.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. So we
2: can also pull um, from them. And when they have a bad year, they can pull from us. So we have the three three family members, three farms that we always support each other, work together. Um, And I think that's the main thing here is finding and working with those that um, you can work with, you can support. um, You guys can manage things together, but still run your own business. So together, but separate and Mm -hmm. And it's hard to achieve um, at times, but it's also great when you have that achieved. Sure. and 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 be able to feel that confidence in um you know hey crap this happened um, yeah. problem i got you covered <laughs> yeah. like, here, here's, here's the 20 round bales in the barn help yourself and you know we've had it where it's like you know family members call i need 20 round bales yep perfect they're wrapped in the field help yourself it's just it's just a balance
0: ask yeah. a serious question when that stuff happens like do you I know it's family and it is business, right? Yeah. Do you, do you guys like keep a tally of that? Like, so that it evens out or is it kind of just yeah. like a good yeah, taste? We,
2: yeah, we do keep a tally, but um, it, it's, it's kind of just over beers. So. <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, it. But it's, <laughs> it's one of those things that, uh, you know, when, when, when somebody's having a bad year or a stressful year um, and you're having a good year, you make sure that you also lift them up and keep them going too. Mm.
0: Um, yeah, and that, I mean, that's, that's awesome
2: for but, in in jeff's family for since the day i met my husband mm-hmm. it's it's just been that family farming dynamic so
3: wow.
1: imagine it just like intuitively ends up working itself out it always does it balances out yeah 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 you know
0: i don't know if claudia knows this but my my uh dad's like my my dad's side they have a farm uh, in sarnia And my grandfather was like really successful. He was actually more, I would say he's more of an entrepreneur than anybody else in my family up into uh, me, I think. Um, But he actually supported the farmer's market there when it started hitting some really hard times. There was a lot of uh, people hitting droughts and people not being able to afford even to pay for a stall. And he bought the farmer's market and then fixed everything, went through the books and made it uh, profitable again, and then gave it back to the Farmers Association. So he's like, he was like a big deal uh, during during like, when I was like a 15 year old kid, like you couldn't go anywhere without people being like, oh my God, your grandpa like saved my life. Like this thing was about to end. And if this thing had ended, then we wouldn't even have a place to go. Um, Like, it's cool. It's cool that farmers, you know, you guys do so much, but it is like a really close knit group of people, right?
2: It is. It's that close knit. It's um, I and I think being out in the country, we have like, you know, that that sense of community and at a distance, but still together. And that was something I really wanted to bring to the store. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But that that sense of community support, um, you know, being being able to you know pop into the store down the road and make sure you're still getting good quality local things. Um, that are, 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 grown in the region and, in abundance and, um, you know, creating that community valued emotion when you walk through the door and it gets crazy. Like, you know, you can have that when walking into a store, but I think you it's do. the most important thing. And for me, we are, you know, walking into these big stores, you're just a number mm-hmm. and here, I don't want people to feel like a number. Mm-hmm. I want them to feel, you know, the, the good vibes of, of. Yeah of what other people bring to the table and other small businesses, because I think that's something that all small businesses have in common is just that good hearted community value.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Have you, how have you found, cause you know, again, this is lockdown buddies. So we're talking about how the lockdown has affected businesses, different mm-hmm. industries mm-hmm. and stuff. So in your case, like knowing that your whole value system it sits on being part of the community, supporting yep. the community, supporting each other. How have you found that come into play now with dealing with COVID from last year, dealing with the lockdowns? Like, how has that affected you, your business, and your yeah. community? So we
2: went from, like, doing farmer's markets with mm-hmm. our top market meets, um, you know, on weekends. And um, markets were kind of, like, starting up. And we we're really getting into that busy season, and it just stopped. Oh. Um, and that's when a lot of, um, farmers and other small businesses like that, that were just doing farmer's markets kind of went into that little bit of a panic mode. Where do I go? What do I do for us? We did have the store. So it was a good, um, way of shifting our farm business into, um, on a location. Mm. We did do like little farmer's market days where we would set up the tent where people um, could come out, um, you know, get out of their vehicle, um, one family at a time, get their meat. We would pack up everything and do it that way. Um, We were doing door deliveries as well for Mm -hmm. a bit. Um, So that was something new and challenging for us. Now, we always had an online store. Um, so we started really focusing in on that and growing it. Um, but at the same time, we were really grow, like every year the store in Cambridge was growing and it kind of went from, you know, a steady growth to like, boom, crazy, oh. <laughs> and, which was, which was amazing. Cause there, you know, a lot of people were, I think a lot of people realized just how fractured our food system was after so many weeks. Of, wow. of the first wave of COVID, yeah. um, you know, and then people realizing that it's the small businesses, the the independent little grocery stores um, that are getting them really comfortable and through this COVID mm. um, and, and learning that they can really depend on these other small businesses. Totally. to kind of grow.
0: And, you know, I don't know if this is, I, I I'm, I... I'm going to say, it's not just my opinion. I think I see it when people come into your shop, it feels like, I know the vibe that you're going for is like a country market, but it actually feels really inclusive and safe. Like Even when I was at your shop and like the height of COVID, you had all these precautions there. You had the markings on like where people could go, how many people could be in the store. And I noticed people versus like going to like a big box store where everyone's on edge. People were like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm not going to touch everything. I'm just going to get what I need. And people really were trying to be, um, it seemed courteous to the other people waiting outside, (laughs) you know, like trying to get in get out, be clean, don't touch everything, you know? And, and, and it was a really positive vibe. Like I remember coming with Claudia a number of times and you know, the juxtaposition of going to like a large store where people are very aggressive and everyone's freaking out and very triggered that they're going through this experience together. And you don't know if the person next to you has something, then you go to your shop and you have everything like spaced out and set up and there's a flow to what you're doing. And yeah. Like I really think people must have really appreciated that.
2: People I know really, I did. Truly did. Um lots of comments on on how easy and safe it felt. And the thing is like yeah. when we opened the store four years ago, it was a floor plan of being able to purchase locally, but be also in and out of the store within 15 minutes like a local convenience. That's badass. And and that is how that is that is how I designed the store to come in, grab the shelf items,
0: yeah, your
2: meat, grab your dairy, grab your eggs, grab your veggies, um, fruit, um, bread, goodies, and out the door, and but still being able to support so many local businesses in a in a way that is safe and convenient and fast. Yeah, um, that's badass. It, yeah. And, and, yeah, and then it, that was how we had it at uh, 725 square feet. Wow. And then we doubled <laughs> that in September. So now we're, we're at just over 1,400 square feet. Um, but the one thing that people love about our store is things come in and out fast. Yeah. Um, we always have our staples, like our, our pantry items and things like that. But when it comes to seasonal produce it's in this store Tuesday, Wednesdays, Thursday, Friday, and like, it's gone.
3: Yeah.
2: And, and yeah. we're also trying to eliminate like food waste and things. And That's a whole nother story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, you know, but but it's, it's the one thing from our customers that they've um, they have truly <laughs> said they, they I've always loved coming here and they've loved coming here more because of the safe safety value of easy shopping and yeah and just not being stressed about it. We all have enough stress in our lives <laughs> and then COVID on top and then it creates this thing. And I think it was just a way of just walking into the store and going, oh, okay, I'm here. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. amazing. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's what we wanted to accomplish. And I, and and so I think we're there. I, I <laughs> yeah, I
3: think, yeah, I think you've got it.
2: For sure. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: You know, we always not... things and change that. And uh, the one thing too is, um, customers for us, like you know, they're very vocal on what they love and what you know, like, hey, you know, I I, I can't see this arrow big enough. Not a problem. We'll <laughs> <as you know. laughs> fix Yeah, I think yeah. That's, that's such a nice like point <laughs> that. Like
1: I I think you've done a great job in general, but especially through COVID, of just like listening to your people. To of your- course. Yes right yeah i think that's something that is sometimes lost like some business owners get really up in their own shit and just like think it's like ah they don't know anything i have my vision and it's like you have your vision you have your your morals and what you're standing on but if someone's like hey this is actually easier better and it's through fresh eyes
2: that you wouldn't have thought yeah to, to doing that so that's really really good yeah. yeah, like I, I'm always open for suggestions from my customer. There's times where some people give their suggestion. You're like, thanks, thanks for <laughs> it, but never you gonna know? do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, there are rules and regulations. But thank you. You know. Yeah. Um. But I. Yeah. It's it's one thing that like you said that fresh set of eyes. Yeah. When you see it day in and day out, you miss it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. When it, when a customer lets me know, um, you know what's going to make things easier um for them and our actually our newest thing that we've had for the last i think three weeks now was um a go and no sign oh and it looks like a little stop sign that is literally velcroed to the front door it runs off of our wi-fi and when we have our limit of four people we click a button and it's a big stop sign that says please wait for your turn
0: you're awesome that's awesome
2: people can just flow into the store and it's been a game changer that's so good yeah that is
0: unreal actually yeah Yeah. see this is what i'm talking about you're on it like (laughs) you're always doing cool
3: things
0: (laughs) when claudia told me that she was going to come there like that you guys were going to be working together i was so excited because i mean the vibe is awesome claudia was freaking out (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so excited (laughs) i love it yeah there, was, there were tears like it's a big deal like what you've done is, is, is a huge deal like in the community and what you're able to do even in like a crisis like i'm assuming that because you've had experience for so long but you really do go with the flow like i've i've been in your shop like a ton, a ton of times and you always seem to have it under control even though there's like a million things happening
2: yep yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the farmer in me totally, and the mom boss, you know, like, yeah, yeah. like, you know, things get chaotic and you just, and yeah, I'm the type of lady that you go with the flow. You take a minute by minute. And at the end of the day, you make lemonade and you probably need to add some vodka to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you take notes, you learn from it and you push forward. And yeah, I, I'm a, you know, just get it done type of person. And yeah, I think that's just kind of always been. So I, I yeah. do drive, you know, some some family members crazy with that. But... <laughs> but again,
3: Why are you freaking <laughs> out? <Yeah. laughs>
0: that's so cool. Do you have any really um, embarrassing farming stories? Because I have one.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, you go first.
0: Okay, so <laughs> so out of all, like, so my brother and my sister, uh, they wouldn't go up to the farm and spend like. A lot of time there but i would go up there for maybe three four weeks at a time in the summer when i was young and i would have been maybe like 11 or 12 and my grandfather's like a really serious man right he was like super serious barely smiled (laughs) everything's like a disaster right so he's very intimidating guy but i always wanted to help so uh he was like well i'm gonna go check on something you can uh mow the lawn and i said okay he's like yeah it's easy it's a riding mower. Just don't go near the new Turkey pen. They're, they're very sensitive to sound. And uh, you know, if you go near them, things could happen. They might even die from, from the sound, right? If it's a, right. if it's an impulse, they're very sensitive, especially this breed of turkeys stay away from them. I'm like, yeah, totally. <laughs> so he goes and he gets in the truck and he leaves. And my grandma's out in the field being a badass doing what she's doing. And I keep getting closer and closer to the Turkey pen. Right. Cause I'm like, Oh, they're, they're not, they're not dying. I don't know what he's talking about. Well, sure no. enough, I'm on this riding mower, and there's like a metal spike in the grass, and I couldn't see it. So I end up hitting it, and the, the blade hits the metal, and then there's like a huge popping sound. Like a, like it sounds like a gunshot, and all you hear is like, oh, <laughs> I look over. Yeah. And all you see, like, turkeys just okay. fucking dropping all over the place. So I'm like, oh, my God. So I look, and there's like six – of these like really expensive turkeys that my, my grandpa had bought and they're all dead. And I'm like, ah oh, man. So like, I don't know what to do. And I'm like, he's probably gonna be home any minute. So I go and I tell my grandma, I said, oh, you know, uh, something happened. I, I didn't listen to what he said. And now there's a bunch of dead turkeys. And she's like, oh my God, he's gonna kill you. <laughs> I <was> like,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> so he comes home like maybe 30 minutes later and I'm running up to the truck and I'm like, almost oh, you know, I know I'm in trouble. So I tell him, I said, yeah, I didn't listen to what you said. And I, I don't know what I was thinking, but I killed a bunch of turkeys. He's like, oh, okay. So he's like, there's still some pretty good meat on these birds. Like, you know, we're fattening them up. What we're going to do is we're going to go to my six best customers. We're going to give them this free bird and you're going to tell them what you did. And I was like, really? He goes, oh yeah, you have to learn. He's like, it's a, it's not just that you made a mistake. It's about ownership of the mistake. He's like, first step is that you told me. That's okay. He goes, if you had lied, we'd have a different problem. He goes, but now you have to own the mistake. And now you have to explain to these people why they're going to get a free, you know, a free dinner off of your, your mistake. Right? right. So we did, we packed them all up and we went and, uh, and it was very enlightening, but man, I've never forgot that. You know?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got, I've got two stories, one, Yeah. one is kind of a continuation to yours about life lessons. Yeah. So my son, of course, my kids have, you know, always been around machinery and learning to drive, you know, the tractors and stuff. And my son went to take the bucket and just put it in front of the one man door to just hand bomb some manure out. Oh, yeah. building. But he just a little too close and dented the frame of the door. And he was he was 11 at the time. So he came (laughs) to me and he was just in tears dad's gonna kill me and I, I'm like first of all no he's not and second of all I'm like come with me I'm like take a deep breath let's go for a walk and he's like okay I'm like you know let's calm down the situation let's go for a walk so I take him over to um the old shed and I'm like you see that dent there he goes yeah I'm like your dad did that <laughs> and I go, no i took him over to the new barn that was like at the time it would have been around three years old that barn i said you see that dent way up there he goes yeah i said your grandpa did that (laughs) i I took him over to my truck and i'm like you see that dent he goes yeah that's a bad one i said i did that (laughs) (laughs) I i said this isn't gonna be your first dent it's not gonna be your last but it at the end of the day, nobody got hurt. You learned from it. Yeah. You experienced it. We're gonna move on from it. Oh, that's amazing. And I said every day you're gonna see that dent and you're probably gonna touch it and laugh. And 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 I do. I watch him do his chores and he'll go up to the dent and he kind of mm-hmm. does this like little boxing move sometimes. And, <laughs> you know, it's just one of those funny things that you know they they kind of just they, they learn from it. And and there's yeah. times there's times to get really upset about things, and there's just times where it's just yeah. Elsewhere. <laughs> that, was really oh, that was a little life lesson for little Johnny. Um, but my most embarrassing moment was, um... oh, this is a good one. So... <laughs> I can't believe i'm telling everybody so, um, have no, we have like international of course we pasture raise our pigs and our pigs are uh, outdoors electric fence stuff like that and um you know things get a little muddy around the pig pen they love to uh, root up the soil and turn it around and do their thing so we had kind of a really bad rain um for a couple of days so things were like extra muddy and <laughs> the electric fence kept going in and out, so it would work sometimes. Other times, we'd look out and be like, "Oh, damn it, the pigs are out!" Right? Yeah. So I had a couple buckets of um, vegetable and fruit peelings from our neighbors who do—they've uh, got a canning company. So we we're—I'm oh, cool. gonna go feed the pigs, get rid of these buckets. And so I said to my husband, "I'm like, oh, is the electric fence on?" He goes, "No, nah, no, nah, it's not working." And I went, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so. We're talking, um, you know, rubber boots, it's muddy, it's slippery. Um, the electric fence supposedly was not working. I go to step over the electric fence, nails me in the thigh. I drop like, like a, just a load of bricks so face first into mud and pig shit, and you oh, name it oh, Red no. everywhere. Oh, no. I, like it was like it was one of those things that like when you don't expect it takes the like the breath yeah, out of you I'm laying man. there yeah. <laughs> oh it felt like my heart jumped through my chest like I'm laying <laughs> there with just big shit all over. <laughs> I get my cell phone out I call my husband I'm like help oh my god <laughs> he's like what happened I'm like the fucking fence is working <laughs> I'm, like, oh. I'm laying there on my back pigs are coming up nudging me you know eating other vegetables and i'm just laying there like, am i done i'm so done, am I done? And-, <laughs> so- <laughs> and my husband comes over he's like are you gonna get up i'm like i peed my pants <laughs> 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 make it even better oh my god yeah. i was laying there i peed my pants we we're laughing <laughs> i had mud everywhere veggies everywhere pigs are happy farmer wife pissed off the <laughs> we're laughing and you know the husband i come into the house and the kids were just like you know mouth open like what happened <laughs> So oh horrible. my god yeah it was did, uh, is your them.
0: husband uh is he still alive now oh, did you kill yeah. him
2: yeah we call him kitty because he's he's got about five lives left so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: That, that was definitely like a two vodka lemonade day oh my yeah. god that's
3: crazy funny
2: are you just Yo, it creates memories and you laugh. That's isn't? so funny. Yeah,
3: that so funny.
2: yeah. Holy cow! Awesome. It was a good one.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah. So, that's yeah, awesome.
2: I definitely checked to see if the fence is in myself. <laughs> it like a, like a stick know. or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. That's um,
3: awesome.
1: <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to ask you about um, taking risks. So. Yeah. You expanded your store in September 2020, right? Yeah. So that is, like, crazy because it's, like, yeah. you expanded during COVID, yeah. which is, like, amazing. But what was that like for you, like, making that decision? that That is a risk. Like, you're obviously doing great, and this was kind of in your plan, I think, ultimately. Yeah. But to do it, like, in the midst of a pandemic, how did that go? Like, how did you – how was the decision-making
2: so process the decision for that? So the decision was actually made prior to COVID. Okay. Oh.
1: Um,
2: it was just the more logistics of, like, the landlord and the tenant who was in there, Sure. For, um, who, you know, his lease was up and things like that. Yeah. Um, I think the most important thing was when I started the store... Um I had I had a business plan that actually the bank said no to and I don't like the word no so I was like well that's fine you can take that and shove it. <laughs> um so I <laughs> <laughs> yeah um Jeff and I decided to take some of our savings okay and open the store and uh that was a huge risk. Yeah. Um, you know it was it was a scary thing. It was um yeah, I remember a lot of like panic attacks of like, oh my gosh, is this gonna work? So mm. that so that's like how you
1: opened the store that's, originally. That's with how your we, savings to get
2: going. Because you were originally gonna take a business loan or whatever. We were gonna take a business a loan, loan, and, loan and and mm-hmm. the, the bank was like, ah, we kind of want to see more numbers and we wanna see right. you know, other things. <laughs> and so I I just said, okay, that that's fine. Uh-huh. And I just uh, yeah, I, I like I said, don't like the word no. So yeah. <laughs> I just decided to push forward and do it our way, which is a huge risk. Yeah. And when we had our business plan, mm-hmm. the business, um, we had kind of what we wanted in sales per week, mm-hmm. per month. Mm-hmm. Um, and then every six months to the year, we would evaluate growth within the business. Mm-hmm. And if we were meeting our sales requirements and, and things like that. And so we had started noticing um, small increases at first, and then it would go up like 27%, um, oh. 32% for um, the six months. So like, these are things that we started keeping really close eye on what was working, what was selling, what wasn't selling. So mm-hmm. it was a lot of like, um, just really staying focused, which is so hard for me at times, <laughs> but, <laughs> but also like, <laughs> really um focusing in on the numbers right and and yeah. then i also set goals too um mm-hmm. so every january jeff and i um sit down and we write goals for the farm what's worked what hasn't worked what we want to expand in things like that and i also was doing that for the store mm. yeah okay so, Um, That was something that was, I think, really important was seeing the growth, um, what was working, how we were engaging more in the community, um, what things we needed to do to be a little bit more present out there and things like that. Um, Wow. So in year three was in my plan up to year five was to expand into the the other unit beside me.
3: Okay. So it was
2: always that plan Uh and it just kept getting pushed back. And then, um, COVID hit. Yeah. And then it, and then it just, it really, uh, was behind. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, there always was that growth. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like just a steady, steady growth within the business and really tracking things. So how did you, because some
1: people might've like taken that, like, okay, shit, like hit with COVID. It threw off your schedule. They might've revamped the whole plan. What indicated to you that like no this is gonna work this is the right choice to take that risk and open the other side was it like because that was obviously part of your decision right like it
2: was part of the decision mm. but the growth of the business was growing at um a steady pace prior to covid okay and then it grew even more with covid because it's food yeah um Mm. and so and, and i think um like i said before like people noticing the fractured food system right? really then started understanding the importance of local and supporting local. And that's kind of where the business has grown in, in this pandemic.
1: So I I think that's amazing because you, you were able to balance like a little bit your own, like intuition and your, uh, you know, interpretation of your, of your like financial growth, but also seeing the people come in and then still seeing like, the impact of this pandemic and how it kind of affected your business in sort of a positive way in a way because yes. it did yeah. bring in people like it made people realize the limits of like the other food systems right. that don't include local. Yeah. And so all of that kind of led you to expand. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It, so It's, it's like a balance a of all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. That's really, really cool.
0: So, okay. So you're doing this plan, right? You yeah. guys check in, do you guys have like do you, so I do goal setting at the beginning of every month.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm true Claudia this actually. I do like
3: uh, so relationship like,
0: goals, emotional goals, business goals and then I look at them and then I check on it every 10 days. So I split the month, right? Do you do stuff like that or do you guys just is it only like business oriented?
2: Um, I don't. I I don't really do it like um life-wise. For yeah. me it's just um, business with the farm, um, which is still life involved, but it's still, I think the thing is like Jeff and I really, really run our farm, like a business.
0: Yeah. And which and is awesome.
2: And that's a main thing like that we've, we've kind of been drilled by other farmers is you have to run it like a business mm-hmm. yeah. so we've always treated it from day one like a business mind you we did have really cute fluffy chickens <laughs> yeah. i did have to get rid of them and sell them but you know i i it's, it's a learning factor in in that part too um but i know with like the store yeah like i think i do set probably like weekly goals but just um smaller ones that are, are achievable. Yeah. Big ones are the ones that, you know, I give myself time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you do
0: have a plan. Like you've seen very, like you seem very plan oriented. Like this wasn't just like a haphazard thing. Like you were like, okay, we're going to open this. We're going to do this by year three or five. We're going to be here and here. That's awesome. Because I'll be honest. Like I, um, personally, like I have goals, but I'm also (laughs) like more seat of the pants, you know, Like I I do have them. Like I've got like big goals, but then uh, sometimes things will derail that plan. And I'm like, okay with that. Like I'll come up with another, a new plan, but you seem very like, this is the step, this is the step, you know?
2: Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Like I, I write it out and, at the beginning of the year and then I, I do set kind of like mental ones for me yeah like, hey, i need to get this done and this is the date i need to get it done mm-hmm. and I, I make a lot of notes i guess on my phone too mm-hmm. um, yeah <laughs> <was done>. um <laughs> but it's it's just uh achievable ones um you know and, and there's been times where like you know running it running a business is like it, it's scary yeah um and there's times where you know, I'm like, oh my God, can I pay my rent this month? Yeah. Can I keep yeah. the hydro on? Yeah. You know, you're gonna have those months, mm-hmm. but you gotta like really put keep pushing forward. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, you have to. You and then, have then to. the thing
2: is, like, and my husband and I from the beginning is like, okay, we're gonna open the store, we're gonna do this, and then we all we did like a little like dark chapter, like, you know, what oh. it doesn't work. Oh, I like this idea. Oh. dark chapter. You know, it's like And for me, I'm like, it's okay. At the end of the day, it'll be okay. Wow. I love that. I love the
1: fact that, like, it's not just, like, blind optimism, right? Like, it's, like, it's obviously a plan. It's obviously goal setting. It's, you know, educated risks. You know what I mean? But then also the idea of embracing the idea that, fuck, it might all fuck up. Of course. It might all go to shit. And, like, how do you feel about that? I think that that's a really big part. I think especially like newer business owners don't always do like we're. it's actually easier to be optimistic because you're like you know to some degree we're all a little delusional to think that we could live make a living out of something we love that's yeah. fucking wild bananas right <laughs> But then Wild like,
3: bananas,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, like, we're all like super, like, yeah, fuck yeah, we can do this or whatever. But to actually, uh, um, not only observe but explore the idea of like, yeah, it might all fail, and then how do you feel about that? What can you do and still be okay with it? And that's fucking bomb. And I
2: think it's uh, I think that's where our farming background comes in. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, when we've done something and we haven't succeeded, it's like, ah. That's all right. Let's move forward. Let's go to Plan B. Mm. Um, and and I think that's I think that's something in the eighteen years of you know marriage and business farming and everything that we've just kind of like developed in in that it's it's okay to not succeed in everything.
0: Oh that's damn!
2: It. Leslie, you're awesome, man. It's, you, it is like, it's just the reality. you a straight
0: up gangster. It
2: doesn't, it <laughs> right? doesn't work. It's okay. Um, let's learn from it. Let's take you know three steps back and figure out either why it didn't work and and pivot. Yeah, and and pivot in a different direction. Oh my God, pivot! It's your favorite. I word. hate the word,
0: but I know what you're saying. I it's believe your in favorite. the word. <laughs> nah, nah, I word. I know it's from friends, and I get it. But man, hey, Leslie, did Claudia ever show you that interview she did? no oh well she says pivot like a <laughs> yeah. hundred fucking times like <laughs> she's like man we had to, have to pivot. pivot and then we pivoted <laughs> on that pivot i'm like oh, okay Clyde, come on
1: <laughs> you know what dude it's a fucking word dude. I <laughs> you know what like i said before it was as painful to do it as it is for you to hear it so you know <laughs> the, main, <laughs> the main
0: takeaway that i take from that though is that you had an interview and people read it, so yeah, yeah you, that's you, all that matters. You know? <laughs> that's all that matters. Get that, get that publicity when you can, right?
3: It's so funny. Are you guys
0: actually gonna have the the media come by and take photos and stuff? Like, I think so. Oh, like, are
1: you, you mean, should. Like, yeah, put when some, you open, like, put them here and open. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'd like to, like, I don't know, get those Instagram do, like, that. That ribbon cutting or something
2: like that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. A deal. There's, like, there's a couple like food um bloggers and stuff that are in like Waterloo region. Oh, and hell yeah. And stuff, yeah, so definitely.
1: I'll totally, once I'm all them. set, yeah, and open, I'm 100% yeah. gonna do all that stuff. I'm like, why not? It's so fun, and it's like Cambridge is actually such a cool um city because it's actually comprised of three smaller towns. Yeah, that was amalgamated, right? It's like Hespler, yeah. Preston, and and Galt. And Galt,
3: Galt so is so beautiful.
1: All come together, yeah. right?
2: So, so yeah. three, three downtown cores and three right. yeah. downtown core is a, a you know a little different feeling from from each downtown so like it's it's pretty awesome you, it's you, super unique yeah you've got your trendy you've got your you know historical and you've got your like community and it just like bounces off I of, love it. of everything yeah. so
0: do you use um just because i'm sure there will be people asking like what do you use um like when you're doing a goal setting is that like through a computer program or are you using like pen and paper or using excel like how do you how do you measure your success? Because I'm gonna try to implement what you're
2: saying. I honestly, I, I I have a little thing on my phone that says notes. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, write it down. and I, I tend to like you know just like write things down, and when it's accomplished, I just dis- make it disappear. Like I uh, it's done, it's That's over cool. with. I take yeah. it That's off.
3: Awesome. Yeah
2: I just focus it on the list. And there's times where I've had things on that list for a while and I'm like, ah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I'll eventually get there. <laughs> so what, is
0: the, what is the next five years look like for you? I know that's a big question, but like, if you were, now that you've kind of done what you wanted to do with the expansion, what do you think is next? Uh, I think,
2: us is just uh you know we're up to like 60 plus local farmers and local businesses and Mm -hmm. we we want to expand that even more Mm -hmm. and we my my goal was in the five-year plan to be open seven days a week yeah and we're starting that june 1st yeah yeah so we're starting that june 1st and we're going to go right up to, you know, um, New Year's Day, like, you know, when we're closed and yeah. uh, see how this works. And wow. Yeah, there's just lots. I I, uh, I guess another thing I told Claudia is mm-hmm. um, I hired um, somebody as well that is um, going to be a little bit more than part time, not full time. That comes with uh, a lot of experience in food nutrition. Cool. And, and, um, yeah, so she's, she's coming on board. I'm super excited, um, to, to have her, um, back at the store. She did work for us in farmer's markets, Aww. went off and, and did her beautiful career in uh, nutrition and a whole bunch of things. And she, uh, you know, reached out and said, you know, I love work. I loved working for you. I loved what you guys do, what you represent. And I want to know if you're hiring. Cause I want to work. That's for awesome. You. And so that's been another big, big step um, that was in my five-year plan. So that is going to be for, you know, the next couple of years going forward and um, really connecting with more um, local businesses as well that are not just necessarily food, but health and nutrition and other other ways and really, really get that good vibe out there and and get that sharing. Oh, if
0: we have um, people listening that want to connect with you, that they want to be in your store, what is the best way that they should do that? Just <laughs> come, in, come in and be like, what's up? I really love you. <laughs> Here's yeah, my problem.
2: Yeah. I mean, like, um, we, like, we offer so many different ways of shopping local and yeah. store where people can absolutely come in and shop. Um, people watch our videos. So I do do a weekly um, video of where I do tours of the store. So people can see the product. They're comfortable if they've never been actually into the store first to, like, actually see what it's about. It's a small store, but it moves things through. Yeah, it does. Yeah. and those, those videos are on Facebook, right? We do them on Facebook. Facebook yeah. I'm yeah, um, working okay. on a couple other avenues of, of social media that I just have to improve <laughs> on um, and get there. So that's something that's probably in a, like, a really long-term goal, yeah. too. And
1: I'll, uh, I'll tag all of it in the
2: notes, but um, what are what's your Facebook page called? What's all of that called? So Top Market Family Farms. It's Top Market Family Farms. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Top Market Family Farms, and it will definitely come up, and uh, it'll, <laughs> it'll have everything there. And um, yeah, and we do curbside pickups, oh. too, and the videos. And,
0: yeah, um, you're amazing. We'll you really... Them,
2: we'll text their orders. Yeah. Like, yeah, we, we just easy-peasy... Enjoy your game. What's goodies. your email? My email? So that everyone knows. Um it's Leslie, L-E-S-L-I-E at topmarketmeets.ca. Nice. And then <laughs> um, website it's top market it's, it's top market family farms
3: top market family
1: farms yeah
0: yeah i have a friend who and i don't know if this is um if you're even looking for this stuff but i'll plug it while we're here i have another uh, friend who's a female entrepreneur and she's doing a candle business i don't know if you even sell i know you have like there's that section where you sell like jewelry and all that stuff as well yeah,
2: yeah so um, we we bring those in like seasonally so yeah starting november is when we start promoting um you know the so other badass. businesses from candles to jewelry to pottery um stained glass like things that are gonna offer people something different and unique for the holidays because yeah. you know we I, I mean gift cards are great but i don't want an amazon gift card i want something yeah. that is like you know somebody's picked out and has given me something beautiful so mm-hmm. we do offer those very special special things yeah it's really nice
0: what you've done is amazing and if you're listening out there (laughs) your your meat is amazing like actually like i must have i must have eaten a honest and honest to goodness the last time i was hanging out with claudia she had the meat sticks
2: yeah (laughs) oh
0: my god i must have eaten like five of those packages in like a like a two-day span and i'm not there's no there's no shame there they were delicious and i'd do it again (laughs) Mean, and I at
3: least it. at least a log or
2: two of the summer sausage. Yeah. oh man like that's oh, yeah. the one thing too with like our farm growing and like the store like we just have started working with so many other farmers yeah to bring like just good quality yeah and that, yeah. that's been the, the awesome part and yeah. like you know for example like we have um a honey producer here in cambridge that um you know we started working with since the day we opened and i love it like they're the cutest little family donovan <laughs> i love them they're oh, so amazing yeah. but, you know they they sent me a little christmas card thanking you know
3: helping yeah.
2: them like really expand their business and keep them going and you know being farmers and things and, and those are the moments i just love yeah. like i love yeah. that and, and other businesses too and cuz i've been there I, oh, yeah. I, you know, I, I'm the one that's like, hey, I'm so and so, and like, eat my meat, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Karen, and, and and I'm always a true believer that when a door closes there are other ones waiting to be open yeah. yep. and I, I'm kind of like what's that word like an optimist yeah, yeah, you know, yeah I'm like that's so it's 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 yeah. like I've had doors slammed in my face like yeah. repeatedly and I'm just like yeah that's cool okay okay yeah and and I and I tell other entrepreneurs and 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 stuff like that like like no doesn't mean no and if someone no says, you, you, you know anyway if if you if you've got that passion you you'll find a way to get it, a done. Way
0: to do it yeah exactly i was actually saying that to claudia that a no is actually closer to a yes than no response if someone ignores you right that sucks that yeah. means that there's no there's no direction right but if someone says no to me i'm like oh man we're almost at a yes <laughs> right and <laughs> and uh, i said nice. that to claudia i got i got a negative response from uh, a store And i was like yeah that's cool and then I circled back like a month later and they're like, okay, we're going to buy your stuff. I'm like, yeah, of course. Because it's like, uh, what I'm saying is true. I've got science to back up what I'm saying for my business. And here it is. And now your competitors bought what you were saying you, you didn't have in your budget. Yeah. That's cool. But this guy's bigger than you and he wants my stuff. uh Oh, <laughs> right. Now you've created value, right? There's an intrinsic value there. And next thing you know, they're buying even more than what their competitor bought. So I think when people, especially when they're starting out, they get deterred by the no. I get excited for that no. I'm like, okay, well, we're almost at a yes. <laughs> I'll see you guys in six weeks. <laughs> you know? That's yeah. yeah, I love it. I love it.
2: That's awesome. I love
0: it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Leslie, you're the best. And um, I know we're running out of time, but like, man, you have so much to offer people. Like, have you thought of, you know, making it accessible to, to people to come and like learn from you? Like through co-oping or whatever, because you have so much to being a successful business is so hard. And then to do it over and over and over again in different
2: Yeah, I haven't I haven't with the store. Um actually at the farm, um, when we were bigger in different um farming productions, we actually worked with a lot of vets from Scotland. Oh so they would come and actually live with us for um two weeks and learn about production duck production in, in the way that we would do things and they also um you know in when they were doing their um kind of like their other co-ops on like larger sheep farms and stuff um you know they would also help us out and, yeah. and educate us and and stuff and uh we keep in contact with like almost all of them oh that's <laughs> they were, like amazing um, but yeah, that's kind of like the only real like, you know, training or like teaching and stuff and our staff that um over the years growing our business, um, they've they've come back, they've gone into agriculture. Uh, mm-hmm. and I, I love it. And and I and I send them notes, you know, when I see their posts on Facebook or Instagram, because we all keep in contact. And um, for example, one girl that worked for us, um, has always loved cows and the dairy industry. And she went through for agriculture and now she's full-time on a dairy farm. Wow. And she, she does videos on um, you know what the dairy production is and things like that on her farm. And I sent her a message I'm like, you know, you are doing a beautiful job um, mm. you know, for women in agriculture and the dairy industry and what you're doing and representing and being young and loving agriculture. And I'm like, you know, just, Keep with it. You have such a bright light, and it's beautiful to see it shine. Oh, and I amazing. think those are, yeah. yeah. And it's just, it's just a, a good way to let people know what they mean and and just what you see them accomplish. Like I, I think we don't say that enough to each other. Yeah. And, and like yeah. Like a little thing and and she sent a message back she's like i got tears in my eyes like i really needed to hear this today and i'm like good i'm glad yeah like i i'm i'm happy for you and i'm and it's been exciting because i've known her since she was 15 Mm -hmm. yeah you know older and in agriculture and i love it like i love seeing that passion because i saw that passion at 15 Oh. and it's (laughs) there and it's brighter you know and i I love it yeah
0: um, yeah, four, so my, oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. sorry. My last question for you was going to be Did you have like um, like a business background when you started doing all this, or did you just learn as you went?
2: Um, you know what? I, my, so my first job, I actually got at a restaurant when I was 14. They weren't hiring anyone at the age of 14. I bugged them every single week. Wow. I would walk into that, <laughs> room, like, I want a job. When are you going to hire me? When can I start?
3: Damn. And
2: I and, and so you have to be 15. So I walked in a week before I turned 15. I said, I turned 15 on this date. When can I start? She goes, Oh my god, I'll see you Saturday. You <laughs> oh, look <man, that's> amazing. <laughs> so I started working there yeah. and I worked for the best family in Cambridge at a restaurant and I learned so much. And oh. um when I you know through through high school working there and then on to college, I went to mohawk college for graphic design so i did learn like that business part of things mm-hmm. yeah and then like i said i met my husband 18 years ago who stole me away and lied to me and, <laughs> and, and then um I, we, we started a family very very young so he was kind of growing in his career because he also works full-time off farm. Oh. So he was growing his career career, and I decided to um, put mine on hold, but I was okay with that. Mm-hmm. Like I love the graphic design part, but at the end of graduating and getting my feet wet into the industry, I remember having a conversation with my mom where I was like, you know, I thought I would love this for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's for me. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Leslie, you have to do what's going to bring you happiness. Mm. and sitting at a, at a desk and if you're doing that and it's not bringing you what you need don't do it right i believe yeah it Was from like her own experiences mm-hmm. doing jobs that she didn't like mm-hmm. and now having a job that she loved mm-hmm. and so anyway i, I kind of put things on hold um because i i wanted to stay home and and we had also young couple having babies and just purchased a farm so we like you know wanted to like really focus in on that and um we had a big task of you know cleaning up a farm (laughs) that was really uh we call it the biggest lemon we ever purchased in our life (laughs) so we, we started making lemonade right away um but yeah it was it was just that and then um with the kids getting older, I just said to my husband, I think I want to do something on weekends Mm -hmm. where I can just have me time. Mm -hmm. And that's when I found my first farmer's market and just loved the vibe, the community, which is something that I felt working at the restaurant. Oh, wow. wow. Same vibe, which was the Aberfoyle farmer's market. That was my very first market. And that family vibe, that community vibe, that support uh, amongst everybody is just, what I loved and and cherished and and really like just brought that to um, selling our our meats on one day a week on a Saturday, and then it kind of started as we slowly grew our farm business. Is kind of where we started doing more farmers markets and then expanding. Kids were getting older, full time in school. <laughs> What's i'm gonna do? I'm gonna go to farmers markets. So yeah. it was a good balance. And yeah. It that way that's really cool, yeah. But I I you know, but having the graphic design <laughs> skills too, I'm really picky uh-huh. when it was like oh poor Ray <laughs> <laughs> when it, it's right, when I send him stuff and I'm like now nah, Ray, I don't like that. That's you gotta that. do this, and I don't want this swirl, I want it like that. And he's like, Okay, <laughs> he knows, right? It's cool. yeah. Yeah,
0: gonna
2: be pushy with those things because yeah. it's, it's it's it really matters represent it represents you right yeah, it's,
1: yeah. it's a it's an expression of what you're doing and it's what people are gonna yep. be introduced to
2: first so yeah yeah that's so cool
0: well leslie thank you so much for being here today like honestly like i've been a big fan of your business and then when claudia and you guys started like talking about her moving out there i was like oh man <laughs> like talk about a game changer Oh, yeah. Have somebody yeah. that you can talk to. You know, and, that it's is so to fluid. And the
2: and the buzz already oh, is just like good. so phenomenal. Yeah. Well yeah. Like,
0: two exciting. two badasses working together.
2: Yes! <laughs> you <know? Right>. yes! <laughs> so
3: good. So good. I
0: cannot wait to see what you guys like. What it's like to to work in that environment. Like Claudia, you're always on like you know you are on such a trajectory, right? And it's cool to yeah. have somebody that you can bounce ideas off of that's been so yeah. successful that's and really vice versa, true. right? Like you guys have been oh, yeah. very successful in very, uh, different, but similar ways. Right. Yeah. So I yeah. think, it, I think yeah. it's really cool. I think it's really cool.
1: Yeah. Like our value system is the same, right? Like 100% good fellows. And then now for Claudia's fine foods, yeah. it was always about the same kind of idea of bringing people together, yeah. uh, building on the community, Supporting farmers—that was always yeah. the point. Yeah. And so, like, to be able to do that so directly and and actually have those values truly, authentically reflected, you know yeah. what I mean, is really cool. It's important to me. It's important to mm-hmm. you. So it's it's a really big and deal. Awesome. Well, so, yeah, it's gonna be so yeah. fun. Well,
0: thanks, guys, well, and this uh, what happens, lockdown buddies, <laughs> with Leslie
1: Ticks? from Tom Market Meat and Tom Market Family Farms. This is fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're the best, Leslie. Thank you. Yeah, I'm right, gonna stop it. Uh, Claude, don't hang out.
1: We're good, we're hanging out. <laughs>